Hello and welcome. This is Linguists on the Verge of a Nervous Breakdown, a podcast originally recorded in Italian devoted to learn about extinct or moribund languages and their culture. We will also try to give you a taste of words and phrases to encourage the pursuit of knowledge. But first, we need to cover a bit of basics. What is a language? According to Robert Henry Robbins, Emeritus Professor of General Linguistics at the University of London, a language is a system of conventional spoken, manual or written symbols by means of which human beings, as members of a social group and participants in its culture, express themselves. Nowadays, there are almost 7,000 languages that are still spoken around the world, an impressive number indeed. However, the UNESCO Atlas of the World Languages in Danger reports that in the last 60 years, almost 200 languages went extinct. Today, a third of the world's languages have fewer than 1,000 speakers left. Every two weeks, a language dies its last speaker. 50 to 90% of them are predicted to disappear by the next century. A total loss for everyone. But why languages die? There are many reasons, for example, political, economic or cultural. Usually, when two cultures clash, the stronger one wins and assimilates the weaker one or speakers of a minority language may decide that it's better for their children to encourage them to learn a language that is tied to economic success. This is the case of a great number of second-generation immigrants to the United States. They do not speak their parents' languages because learning and speaking English give more possibilities in life. So, when the elders of a culture die, The memory of their language is lost forever. And losing a language means losing a culture. And losing a culture means losing a part of our history as mankind. We cannot allow that. So, once a week, we will travel around the world to discover new languages while attempting to contribute to their protection. Or, in the case of revitalization processes, to publicize these efforts. And for our first episode, we'll be stopping in Japan to learn about the Ainu language. Ainu is a language isolated, unrelated to any other known language. And yet, numerous researchers agree that the Ainu people are descendants of populations from the Jomon era that inhabited the Japanese islands. So, there's a strong possibility that it finds its origins in Neolithic languages. It is the traditional one of the Ainu people of Hokkaido Island in northern Japan and has no official script. Both Latin script and katakana has been used to write a new language. It was once spoken in the Kuril Islands, part of the Sahalin Highlands, 
and the southern tip of Kamchatka in the far eastern region of Siberia, Russia. But the last Ainu speaker on Sahalin, an elder woman called Takazai, known as Takunanna, her name in Ainu language, died in Japan in 1994 after years of collaboration with scholars and researchers, mainly Murasaki Kyoko from Yokohama National University. Murasaki recorded the oral tradition of Saha in Hainu and, with the help of Takunanna, she translated it in Japanese and distributed it on the web. Today, the vast majority of the people who claim to be ethnically Ainu speak only Japanese and Russian because of the assimilation undergone during the Japanese and Russian supremacy, losing their language in the process. Nowadays, the exact number of Ainu speakers is unknown. According to Dr. Alexander Vovin, Director des Etudes at the School for Advanced Studies in the Social Sciences in Paris, there are only two native speakers still alive, but the circumstances are more complex because of discrimination and repression the Ainu people still experience. Many of them still live secluded and they usually don't participate in the seven-year census made by the Hokkaido government, so their number may be higher. However, this trend is changing thanks to the efforts of the Hokkaido's Ainu Association, the largest in Japan and founded in 1946. In order to revitalize it, the association gives free language courses in 14 regions in Hokkaido to both Ainu from wealthy families and Japanese students. The wealth of the Ainu students interested in their language is an important detail. Discrimination and repression leave little time to learn when you struggle to make a living, so only the wealthiest of them can afford to learn the language. It is difficult for Western scholars to find some learning materials. However, as we said before, we can learn a bit more about Ainu culture thanks to Murasaki Kyoko. In 1999, she concluded the translation and the distribution on the web of the recordings of the Sahalin oral tradition called Tuita. You can find the link on our Instagram page with some more useful information and a report by Murasaki about this fascinating oral tradition, now gone. If you are from Japan and you are interested in Ainu language, you can contact the Ainu Association of Hokkaido and maybe try, try to take a few classes. For Western learners, you can also use the Drops app to study the basics of this language. In the meantime, let's learn some useful expression. Iran Karapte. Hello. Iran Karapte. Iran Karapte. Iyaira Ikele, Iyaira Ikele, Iyaira Ikele. Thank you. Hina, 
hinna hin na delicious this expression is used to show a gratitude for the nature and the food rather than to show something tastes good The death of a language, the death of a culture, is always a sad occurrence and a tragic loss. We don't know if a new culture and language is going to survive to this century, but it is of the utmost importance that we try to preserve and protect its existence. Sadly, our time is up. See you next week with another episode.